Hi. You guys want some cookies? 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 Welcome back to the garage. Welcome to another edition of the Throwback Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bosom buddy, Bobby Castrone. What's up, Bob? Fuck yeah, you are. Happy holidays, Dan. I don't know. That language is unnecessary. Merry Christmas, Dan. The holidays, you're like one of those guys you don't like hearing happy holidays. You're a strict hey, Merry Christmas. It's all about Merry Christmas. Yeah. Keep all that other stuff. Hey, keep your Kwanzaa stuff out of this. No, I just, uh, on the way here, we stopped at a Starbucks. You were just yelling at them about their cups not being uh, Christy enough for you. <laughs> That's the kind of guy you are. Yes, I I am one of those guys. It's like, if it's not, it doesn't say Christmas, I'm fucking going to start throwing things. Yeah. No. I'm throwing hands, for starters. Very, very, and you probably don't want the people at the NFL to know this. Very anti-Hanukkah. Always happens. Oh, my goodness. And I throw hands. Throw hands. I put the hands up. Yeah. And I say, it's like, if it's not Christmas, it's crap. <laughs> Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, you do a Mike Myers Scottish impression. Yeah. <laughs> and it connects with a lot of people. Everyone gets a it. A lot of people get the ref. Nobody doesn't get it. All right. What, what are we doing today, Bob? This is fun. This is different. This is, you've been listening to this pod uh, for a year and a half, and yeah. you've been enjoying it, and you're like, oh, these, these guys, they like to talk about stuff from the past, but what are we doing today, Bob? But you know what? Some of you guys also might be like, oh, these guys live in the past. Ooh. Right? Right? Well, they're right. Well, they are right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, they know us pretty well. So what does this episode represent, Bob? Well, this is a throwback to the future. And this is... That's nice, Bob. That's good branding. Thank you Again, very much. Again, you've, been, you've been on point with the branding in the last uh, month or so. Professional writer. Sometimes I land on some decent shit. But uh, here we go. These are the songs. <laughs> 2018. He winds himself up. 2018. No, thank you. Thank you for uh, complimenting me. Uh, these are the songs. 2018. In 20 years from now... When is this our last show of 2018? It is. It is. How about that? How about that? Here we are, just four days away from the new year. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but when we are inevitably still in your rented garage in uh, 2038... I do not own this property. No. And maybe it'll be a different rented garage, but I know one thing. It's going to be rented in 20 years. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> It's probably true. <laughs> in 20 years. We're lucky if any of us have property on any level. And we're still doing this podcast. These are the songs from 2018 that stood out to us. These are the 2018 songs that we're going to want to go back to. So are you saying, Bob? Yes. Bobby Castron, are you saying that we're going to talk about the songs that moved us on some level in this year? In this calendar year. That is different. It's And very I'm excited. Different. Do you want to do a thing? It up. Do you want to do a thing where we put on like wacky sunglasses, like glasses from the future, and we're like, "It's 2038," and we just pretend that it's. The answer is yes. <laughs> well, I fucking have Stop this. Stop down the show and find a store. Big pile of sunglasses in my car. I've been waiting for this moment for weeks. If I mean, if if you listen to the show and uh, you ever said, "Oh man, New Year's Eve is tonight." Uh, you know, what I got to do is I got to get to Times Square. I got to stand there for 11 hours. Guess I'm, what? Uh, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, we don't want you to listen anymore because you're in the wrong. All right, Bob. I'm very excited, Bob. I'm, I'm extremely excited to talk about songs uh, from the current year, which we never do. But never do. 
Not even in person. Not even off the podcast. We barely we ever do, do that. that. No, not, no, no. Not, we, we don't even talk off the show. We, it's true. It's a strictly business thing now. But we used to talk about music all the time. Hey, all the time. here's a song that I like. You should listen to this too. Right. That was. Those are the old days. And by the way, before we became a corpo merger, yep. um, it was great. But now we are a corpo merger. And the, what keeps the machine going is Patreon.com. Yeah. They were the ones that tore apart our friendship. And made this strictly a matter of business. Commerce. Commerce. But thank you to them for doing that because it had to happen. Something had to do it. <laughs> did we just like, did we just pass blame on the decline of our friendship on the people that support this podcast? It's all their fucking fault. And they know so many mis- We make so many mistakes <laughs> uh, from a business slash creative standpoint and this <laughs> i feel like this is right at the top of the list yeah it doesn't doesn't bode well for us um but this is gonna be fun bob and i think uh, uh we talked about how how do we approach this episode we're not digging in uh to the past we're just gonna talk about the present and but we're gonna go we're gonna throw back to the future because what <laughs> songs what are we talking about 20 years now? are we are we really gonna be in a rented garage be honest with me do you think we'll know each other in 20 years? In, in, <laughs> honestly, do you think we will be, uh, you know, living in the same area? Do you think we'll be it's, buddies in the in, in, in the sense that most people view friends? Well, here's the thing. Years? It's I mean, it's improbable that we'll still be living in the same place. It's kind of crazy that here we are now, 20 years after high school, out of this entire country, we both moved to L.A. Right. That was the correct answer. It was improbable that we're still here now. Right. So at this point, why would it be improbable after what's happened in 2018? You never know. I mean, one of us could go back to New York. One of us can go take some weird. I don't care. Bob, what do you think about the 2018 political climate? I think I don't care. We're heading heading on the right track. Here we go, Bob. This is how we're going to get into it. You ready? I don't care. (laughs) We're going to get into it. what What was the number one song? In 2018. You know what? You know what's a good way to look at this, Bob? Our sons. Okay. Yeah. Sweet Four. Dino the Bambino six, right? Seven. Seven, seven now. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you got my Jack. He's four. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have your sweet Nicholas. Sweet Nicholas. You forgot who his is name right there. For a second. <laughs> <laughs> the second three. one is harder. I do forget Harrison's name sometimes. There you go. It's fine. Yeah. It's nothing personal. Yeah. Three. Uh, sweet Harry is two. God, I hope they don't listen to this shit. Did you ever think about that? I have thought about that. What if our kids listen to this? No, podcast? this is going to be. You remember that uh, Michael Keaton movie, My Life, where he it's leaves? Like, oh, this is how you shave. Fuck you, Mike. Michael Keaton leaves all the notes. Uh, this is going to be what our kids, after we die in this rented garage, after you set it on fire, this is what they're going to listen to to get inside to get to know their dads. Yeah. Christ. Okay. Don't it's die. bad. It's a bad and spot. It, when you look into the future, um, these are the songs that we were into, and this was the most popular song of 2018. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story, shit was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Like, no. I, I want to pay a very 
high compliment to Drake, Bob, because okay. we grew up fans of uh, alternative rock, and what at at a certain point in time, um, what separated rock from hip hop was that hip hop was very kind of in the moment, mm-hmm. and artists came and go very quickly, came and went very cl- quickly. Whereas like in an alternative rock, if you, a big a, a big artist, they would have a career, right? And then in hip hop, at a in the earlier days in the nineties, it didn't that wasn't as apparent. For every like Tupac and Biggie, there were countless one hit wonders. Right. It was kind of what, and it wasn't good or bad. It was just that was what defined that industry a little bit to me, and, and I think you agree, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Drake is like as we now spin forward in, into our thirties, and we're in our late thirties now. And hip hop has been the dominant like pop culture, um, hit making machine for twenty years almost now. Now you have like kind of artists like when we were growing up, like where you could be a, a big artist for ten plus years. Drake was he's been around for a long time, and he's in, and he has the biggest single of the year. It's crazy. ten years after the fact. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. This is one of those songs where it sounds to me like a song that's been around forever, and. I'm surprised it's only 2018. It just has like a familiar feeling to it. Not like in a, oh, it's Diddy sampling something. It just feels like something that's been around. And that's a, I think a great compliment to a song. I will say, and I'm not like a huge hip hop fan, but I will tell you this, that my favorite hip hop art, like Kanye is probably my number one. Mm -hmm. And I, I have had every album uh, that he's put out period. Even the bad one. Even that really bad one that came out this year. Yeah. Um, when he just was talking about his mental illness the whole time. Yeah, that was bad. Not a lot of good songs on that album. But Drake, for the past five or so years, I'm all about the Drake because he, he puts out good songs. He keeps on putting out albums that everybody is disappointed by, but then they go on to be the biggest selling albums of the year. So that's we're fine with Drake. We're in. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I never seek out Drake, but whenever it's on, I like it. I love like 10 Drake songs. Probably. Which yeah. is the equivalent of like when we were younger and it's just like, who's an artist you love? Well, the spin Drake doctors. is like, the right. Spin Doctors. Right. So is, wait, is Drake the Spin Doctors of the, see, this isn't, this isn't going well. It's not going well. So there you go, Bob. That is the biggest song of 2018. It was. Yeah, biggest movie you of 2018. Kinda. Do you think you think 2018 could have done better? Yeah, I don't think it's that great. Okay. Again, like I, I was just you. I was just complimenting it, but I still don't think it's that great of a song. Okay. I don't think it's the best song of 2018. No. So what we're gonna do now is, uh, I guess we're gonna unveil ten songs that we think are better than God's plan by no, Drake. No, no. See, that's like what? I guess, well, I guess to us personally, to us. To us but it's not even. It's not about that. It's not like let's attack Drake. No, let's not. This is not a Drake podcast. By the way, Drake's in Toronto, Bob. We both have women in our past from Toronto. <laughs> we don't need any more Toronto drama. No, we don't want that. No more Toronto drama. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go. Uh, Bob and I are gonna pick five songs each that we can imagine we would be listening to twenty years from now. Or yeah, they're they're the songs that if it came up in twenty thirty eight, be like, oh my god, that was from twenty eighteen. That was a great song. I like that one. Do you want to get us going, Bob? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Here we go. Bob's going to start us off. Won't you come a little closer? Closer, closer. I've got something to show you. Show 
This is the regrets, California friends. These, uh, I have to say, I've never heard this. Things are so different now than they were uh, when the majority of the albums we talk about, where it's it's spit out by the old record machine, and we all know the songs. I have no idea where this is, where right. it came from, where you even heard it. Me neither. No, this is a song. So this is a band. So the regrets are a group of young ladies. From out here in California, <laughs> they're like a total pervert. They're really young. Lead singer, young by the way, lead singer is like seventeen. Yes, she is. And they've put out of an album last year that I loved. Had so many songs on it that I would just listen to all the time and feel like a creepy old pervert because they're just so good. And then this is the first. I guess I can't even call it a single because, like you said, you've never heard it. It's not even out there. It's kind of on K Rock, I think. Well, how do you know it? Because I listened to their first album and I'm just plugged in now. Like whenever something comes out from them, I listen to it. Here, listen, pump this part up. I love this. This does everything. I like right. it. It's fun. Yeah. But also, it definitely checks that Bob box. It's a little lo-fi. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no monster hook in here. There's definitely an indie vibe to it. I would love to go see them in like a small venue and be the oldest guy there by 15 years. <laughs> so it's like a bunch of teenage girls in the van and then this 40-year-old dude rolls in. Who's like, <laughs> I'm not 40 yet, but yes. I like it. Exactly. God, you're so close to 40. It's getting really close. You're like a week away. No, I'm turning 39 first. Oh, is that the story we go with? (laughs) Do you know something I don't? All right, there you go. All right, so there's Bob, uh, California Friends, The Regrets. We should put this entire playlist, by the way, uh, up because some of the songs might not be as immediately recognizable. So this should be a separate playlist. Totally, different playlist. All right, here we go. This is my first choice. Here we go. hasn't started yet but it's about to start i was wondering about that
like this. Love it if we made it by the 1975. I like it. A lot of buzz. These guys are getting a lot of buzz. They're getting a ton of buzz. In fact, I'm a little annoyed, Bob, because we are in in December in that territory where everyone rolls out their best of. Mm -hmm. And they're popping up a lot. And uh, I guess you want to be special. You want to be the guy that says, well, I like the regrets. And you don't know it. So go fuck yourself. I don't want to be that guy. I just I, we're we're just doing the songs that we listen to. This there, I would love if I no think, one knew. I think anybody listening to this podcast knows we're not cool. Oh, that's been established. It's been established. So these are just songs that we like individually. I I haven't really been plugged into this. Uh, well, a band, lot of people. I like this. My point is that my, a lot of people are taking this and putting this band and this song in particular on the top of their list because if you listen to the lyrics. It, uh, I suppose, like digs into what it's like to live in 2018 and, and how uh, the concerns about the environment and the government and all the different crises around the globe. And he does the lead singer of the 1975 hits on that. That's all cool. Listen, yeah. I'm a U2 fan. I know the idea of like a, a, a lead singer trying to hit on big topics. So maybe that's why I gravitate towards it. But I really do like that it's just, I don't know, it just sounds so good. I love this band. Yeah, I like the sound of this. It's I like this like part. David Burney in a way. And it is like, as much as I'm annoyed that it's been kind of grasped onto as like an important type of artist in this day and age. It does hit on it, and I do kind of think it's cool. Like, it's it's talking about global warming and all these different things. It's like I love it if we made it. I kind of like talking about how it's fake. Like what it's global warming? Oh yeah, obviously it's good. Fake. Obviously, I'm with you on that. 100. percent No, I, I would hope the 1975 are oh, yeah. not falling for great. not falling for it. Don't like, make America great. Keep no, it. yeah, our sons don't need to worry about the world getting hotter. Come on. Um, snow, bro. There's still snow. Look it up. I do like it. I do. I like it. And I, and I do like the chorus. I love it if we made it because it is kind of it does st- speak to where we're at. I like that. It's like, I don't know if if, if every, everything's going to be OK. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it'd be great. I love it if we would make it. If we like made it. it, that'd be fine because other songs would be like, we're going to make it. <laughs> it's a little bit of a weird time, a dicey time. Yeah, we grew up during a time where uh, nothing's going to stop us now. Now it's kind of like uh, things could probably stop us. Right. There's an uh, it, there's no blind optimism right yeah. now. Anyway, so from that standpoint, I think it's a cool song, and it, it, the the band it's a cool band. But I I just love the song too. I'm in. All right, we're doing good so far, Bob. Next up, here we go from Bob Castrone. You excited? I think. I can't remember what comes. I have no idea what order is being played. So yes. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah, but 
Tell us about it, Bob. So Temporary this, High by Nick Punto. Pionti, I think. Oh, okay. This, Pionte. This was a song that came up on the Sirius XM radio station, uh, Underground Garage. And when I heard it, I was like, this is a new Soul Asylum song. <laughs> like, it sounds like Soul it's Asylum. It's so funny because I was thinking Gin Blossom, Soul yeah, Asylum. Yeah, it sounds like something that, that belongs on the Empire Records soundtrack. <laughs> But it's brand. It's like this art, new artist, Jewish artist. It's a brand new album, and this entire album became something I listened to probably more than anything this year because it has that feel. It's all like very like replacements, like again, Soul Asylum, but it's modern and it's a throwback. But it's new, and I love it. It just does it for me. It's fun. I like it. And I don't think it's ever going to be... I don't think anybody's going to ever give a shit about this guy. And he's not going to no, end up... Nick might be listening. Sorry, Nick. I don't think it's going to end up on any end-of-year lists. But I was like really grateful that I just randomly heard this song once. I haven't heard it on Sirius again. But it like introduced a new artist to me that I now am a fan of. That's fun, Bob. I like that one. Just works. Does does everything I wanted to do. The the regrets was more like kind of a Bob song. It was but a little, this one a is a little punkier. I had a little bit more of an entryway on that one. I gotta say. And the whole album, if you put it on and you didn't know what it was, you would think it was from 1995. Well, we like that. We do like that. Um, all right, let's move on, Bob. Uh, this band is a band that I've kind of tracked a little bit for the last couple of years. I lost track with them, and then a, a, a former colleague of mine that I'd kind of lost touch with texted me about three weeks ago, and he said, hey, have you heard the new Phosphorescent album? Yes, I'm, I'm already happy. And I was like, I haven't heard it yet. I liked their last album, but I hadn't been plugged in. He said, you have to listen to it especially the first half of the album, it's awesome. So I said, okay. So I did what I do a lot, Bob, is when I have to do my writing assignments for NFL.com, is like, what's good kind of writing music to put on the background? Like, I know Phosphorescent. Mm-hmm. I know uh, they have a good live album that's kind of chill music. So I said, oh, this, this will work. So I put on this song, this album, started the album, track one, C.S. Uh, La Vie, number two. C'est La Vie. I'm very, I'm, I'm worldly. Say la vie number two. That's right. Thank you, Bob. Worldly. And it stopped me in my tracks. Cies la vie is the correct pronunciation. I like it better than that one. All night 
washed clean no more. Say la vie, number two. So anyway, as I was saying, I said, oh, you know, my ex-colleague, you know, he recommended it. I'll put this on in the background while working. Stopped me in my tracks, turned it off. He's like, oh, this is one of my favorite songs of this year. So I made a little Spotify playlist in preparation for this episode where I was just dragging songs in that I liked from the year. And Phosphorescent just missed my cut of the five or six. Mm. I But I put New Birth in New England off this album, which is a song that feels like one of those songs you could just be playing for the next 20 years and never get sick of. It's a really good album. Nice job by Phosphorescent. Yeah, right? Bad band name, though. Bad band name. It's hard Can't to really spell. Say it's it. hard to say. Right. Yeah. But I really do... I. I love it. it, it there's, there's something about it. It just, uh, it's warm. I like warm, Bob. You do like warm. They're kind of like the uh, the 20 teens band of horses. Mm, I like that. They're in that world. They are. You're right. Band of horses, which we should maybe talk about. That that'd, be, band. that'd be fun. Their first yeah. album, people went nuts for it. Everybody was just ready for a new arcade fire, who we also haven't done. Yeah, we got to hit that. Yeah, we'll do that. I love the first two Band of Horses albums. Me too. Like, either or, I love them both. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, we have to do either or by Elliot Smith. See, there's a lot to do, Dan. We're going to be doing this for 20 years from oh, now on. That sounds horrible. So many different rented garages after you get evicted. There's going to be another <laughs> rented garage. We have a lot to look forward to. That's too real. All right. Up next, Bob Castrone. This is me. He chose this. Of course I did. writing notebooks I used to read maps I used to send letters I used to take naps but everything changes and so did I it's not the same world I'm not the same guy I used to call the bank up for the temperature and time I listened to a dial tone I waited on the line But now I got the answers I pull them from the sky It's not the same world I'm not the same guy Did you know There are pictures of you on my phone It's true Did you know There are reasons for these things I do all right, Bob. This is Rhett Miller. Yeah, boy. My boy. Did you just see him in concert? Yes, I just saw Rhett Miller and the Old 97s. Who'd you see him with? Well, it was a Old 97s holiday show. So Rhett came out to do solo stuff. Then the Old 97s came out and did a whole concert. Without him? No, he came out first. Oh, okay. Doing his solo stuff, and then the band came out and they did. But who was with you? Oh, oh, it was with me. I thought you said who was with him. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife. 
My wife. Yeah. Is she into it? Well, you know what? If you've never seen Rhett Miller, he's no joke, the hottest man alive. And I've I've felt that way for decades now. I know you have. He's the hottest dude ever. Slow down, Bob. And no, I've been no, Bob, this is being recorded. Your sons are gonna listen. I'm okay to with this. that. Dean, Rhett Miller's the hottest guy ever. No, he's he's a hot dude. Your point being, (laughs) you seem to be... Here's my point. I've been saying this for a long time. I don't think Heather ever really paid attention until she was in the same room with him where I saw my wife just fall in love with another man. It was very... Isn't that ironic? It was a very interesting experience to the point where she was just like... Like her jaw was agape and she was just like... At one point wandered away from me to get a better angle to just stare at him. Mm. That's how good looking this dude is. I saw an Instagram photo. I had a takeaway that it's time for a haircut. No, he doesn't need to. He's still got full head of hair. He's like almost fifty. Clean it up a little bit. Doesn't need You're to. Fifty at this point. But I love that song so much. Uh I used to write in notebooks. That's off his solo album, The Messenger. It's nice. It is uh it's I lo- quaint. It's and, quaint. I love the production and, 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 on it. I love sweet. the whole message of just, you know, the world is changing. Again, but I love uh, the production on it. It's very, like, melancholy, but not, like, remorseful or regretful. It's just kind of like, this is how it used to be, and here's where yeah, I am Yeah, I now. don't know if melancholy is the word. It's nostalgic. It's, it's and... nostalgic. I don't know. I, I really like the way it's uh, put together. I like that song. I like the old 97s. I like his face. I like his eyes. Would you? I'm going to ask you an honest question. Would you be okay if, if Rhett, Miller, Rhett Miller had... Your wife, for one evening, indecent proposal. No, the answer is no. Really? Really? Would I let Rhett Miller fuck my wife? Yeah, I'm asking. No, you. I wouldn't let Rhett Miller fuck my wife. All right, I had to ask. <laughs> Did you have to ask? I had to ask. I'd be too jealous. Of her. All of the feelings that I got for you. Can't be explained, but I can try for you. Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. You keep on asking me the same questions. And second guessing all my intentions. Should know by the way I use my compression. That you got the answers to my confessions. It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender. No sexual bender Mess me up, yeah, but no one does it better There's nothing better That's just the way you make me feel 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 Uh-huh, so so good, so fucking real Uh-huh, that's just the way you All right, here's, Bob, here's the biggest mystery That's just the way you make me feel Of pop music in 2018 for me okay what does Janelle Monet have to do to be a huge fucking star this is the best song of the year this is it this why is, wasn't it the biggest song of the this year? is my favorite song of the year this was the bad liar of 2018. <laughs> it's Bob, Bob just acknowledged that Selena Gomez was his favorite song of 2017. Oh, you know it was yours too. <laughs> this is so fucking good. But I mean, here's the thing. This is what I don't get. All right. So, and this is basically like 
Prince hadn't wrote, let's keep it real. Prince didn't write a great song in the last 20 years of his life. He did work with Janelle Monet on certain elements of the song, which you can hear. And it's the best Prince song that's come out in the last 25 years. Yeah, by far. And if this is, all right, here, this is what I'm struggling with. If Beyonce collaborated with Prince and then this was the result, I think this would have been the biggest single of 2018. Janelle Monet is a big movie star. She's beautiful. She's, yep. I mean, she might be, in terms of like straight up feature, if you had to like, who's fucking hot? Yeah. Janelle Monet, you could put her up against just about anybody right now. So she has the look. Yep. She obviously has the talent. She has the songs. Why isn't this, why wasn't this a massive song? It makes zero sense. I can't, I can't figure this I shit can't out. figure it out either. No, I've wondered the same thing. And then she had that song Pink, which was another good another song. Another great fucking pop song. That Sexy. If, yeah. Everything should be. She's got the look. She's got the sound. She's got the fucking songs. Don't get it. Her, it, her, it actually makes me mad. Her and Rhett Miller, just two hot people writing great music that should be Separated bigger. by about 34 years in age. But, <laughs> but they uh, both good looking people that are just not getting their fair shake. I don't get it, man. I don't that get it That one drives me crazy. But um, but it's not like I'm... All right. Let's Cardi B as an example. Cardi B, who's not going to be in this podcast, but I'll bring her up. People fall over themselves trying to explain how good Cardi B is. Right. I am not the person to either kind of support or refute that, um, that commentary. Okay. But a lot of people think she is... The shit. And she has the look and she knows how to sell herself to the media. And I guess she has the talent, too. And she's the biggest like pop star of the year. Yeah. But why isn't it? She... I don't get it. Nope. Don't. I mean, I'm taking I'm taking Monet over Cardi B. Uh, seven days a week. But how come nobody else? I mean, just us. It's only us. And we don't even like Prince. Do not. Don't hate Prince. Eh. Never quite got. Right. The kind of treating him as some type of right. God. Yeah. So anyway, but that is such a good song, though. Bad Liar. Bad Liar is, is that your favorite song ever? <laughs> ever? It's up there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Bob, you're up. Let's get back into rock and roll, Dan. I feel like we short-shrifted Janelle Monet just because the over, over like arching thematic conversation. But that's a great song. Absolutely. All right, here's your yeah. song. <laughs> I just want to be I just want to be like in a massive crowd 
while the struts are playing and just like throw my arm up in the air every time he says fire and just yell it with him. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. I fucking love the struts. I don't care. They're the darkness of 2018. Is but they're that not, what they are? But they're not kidding. Neither, well, the dark. Yeah, we talked about this on the show. We we never quite came down whether the darkness figured it out or not, whether they were in on the joke. Totally, no, like the, the struts are not writing jokey lyrics. They're not trying to like do STD puns or parodies or anything, or sneak anything by you. They're just writing straight up rock and roll, and they want to sound like Queen. They want to sound like '80s metal, and they're fucking doing it. And you know what? Maybe the theme of this episode is going to be like, why wasn't this bigger in 2018? But I don't know why they're not bigger in 2018. Um, I get why they're not. Well, there's no market for this, this kind this of music. This definitely seems out of step. There's no big market for this, but like they did the Victoria's Secret fashion show uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. And, uh, you know, they have other songs on this album. So this is off Young and Dangerous, the new album. They did a song with Kesha called Body Talk. And they have like more poppy kind of songs that I like that are kind of like a little dancier that if you're Adriana Lima, you can walk down the runway and uh, pose to. <laughs> but I mean, you're hitting the uh, Victoria's Secret connection hard here. That's well, it was just it's a hard sell. Yeah. But uh, no, they have like those kinds of like glammy kind of songs, which are great. But like this is just a great rock and roll song that. If, you know, remember how we were like kind of into My Chemical Romance? Yeah, a little bit, a little the, bit. They're they're kind of like the next version of them as well. I think. I can hear that. I you know what I want to like the Struts more, and I respect like uh, your way into them, and our buddy Brian is into them. Um, the Z Man back in New York, love you, Bry. Uh, but I can't. There's a, to me, there's a difference between, say, the Killers and the Struts, not just because, like, they, the Killers maybe were in on the joke a little bit. So I, the Killers have no sense of humor? What are you talking about? You mean the darkness? Excuse me, darkness. Okay, I was going to say. Sorry about that. I, but I don't think the Struts have the hooks. Oh, they have Quite the hooks. to pull it off. They got the hooks. And I know, I know, I know, I know that's not, like, I'm not stating that as fact. But it's like, they don't really draw me in. The way the killers did, or they, the darkness did. They'll get you eventually. Maybe if you remember their fucking name. <laughs> maybe they're so bland I can't remember the names. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the problem. Or it's the vodka. It's probably the vodka. It's usually the vodka. Uh, all right. So there you go. The Struts, Fire. I do like the name of both the song and the album, by the way. It's Fire Parenthetical Part 1, Close Parenthetical, off the album Young and Dangerous, all caps, yeah, obviously. <laughs> There's a little Andrew WK in them. A little bit. Yeah. But they, again, they're not kidding. Are, they're English, right? Yes. Interesting. I, I you know, am not... You know, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, uh, somebody asked him recently, who's the best band that ever opened for you? And he said the Struts. Okay. I'm not closing the door okay. on the Struts for... Because, you know, it's not just me and Brian from New York. It's also Dave fucking Grohl, asshole. So it's the three of you. Me, Brian, and Dave Grohl. Good couple. It's not a bad. It's not a bad group, though. I'll take it. I'm not closing the door on the struts personally. Please, I don't. just they haven't gotten me yet. Okay. And I have to tell you, Bob, I've had an open mind on the struts. I know. I know. All right, let's move on. Okay. Uh, next track. We're we're near the end here. We're having we can, fun. We, we can keep going. I got nowhere to be. 
So this is a song called 1950 from an artist. Her name is King Princess. That doesn't sound right to me. Well, she she's gender fluid, Bob. I don't know if that's the term, but it's kind of like that. <laughs> you sounded so forward and then it just you just undercut it. Let me I, I did actually did a little research on King Princess and it actually it kind of blew my mind a little bit. What's going on? So. There's a lot of stuff going on. First of all, the reason why I like this song, and this has been a, this has been a kind of um, a theme for the last few years in pop music, and is I'm kind of into female artists. I feel like they're doing a better job than guys. I agree with that. For a couple of years now, like the songs that I like, the artists that are kind of up and coming, are way more often right now female. And it's not like it's not I'm being woke or whatever. It's like you're definitely not woke. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to be woke. It's just I feel like they're doing a better job. The future is female, bro. And I feel like all the bros out there need to fucking listen up to the king princesses in the world. <laughs> and I just want to. Uh, this is what did open my uh, eyes, and I'm still trying to learn, Bob. You know, we're getting older, so <laughs> sometimes it's hard to kind of figure out what's going on. When so, you say it like that, we sound ancient. Well, I think we're still pretty plugged in. All right, well, let me read with this little note All from right. Wikipedia. All right, here we go. King Princess, her name is actual, actually Michaela Strauss. And did you know her great-great-grandparents both perished aboard the Titanic? So wow. we're flying right now. That's I'm so far so we good. We got a fucking killer backstory. <laughs> she identifies as genderqueer. Okay. Tell me what that means. No, that's not fair. No, uh, listen, I'm... I'm quizzing you. You're quizzing me. I worked on a show called for a minute called uh, You Can Do Better. And one of the things I was assigned to do was write this whole thing about the different ways to address different types uh, so of people. So you, you're educated on it. I, was, I forgot it all. But yes, I was very educated for a minute. It is very specific. That's what I mean. To, like, I'm, get I'm these in the weeds right. on it a little bit. Right. And not because I'm a caveman, but just right. like if you're not plugged in on it. And it's very easy to get it wrong. So when you say gender queer, it's different than gender fluid. It's different than queer. Like gender queer and queer are two different things. You know what it's also known as gender queer? What's that? Non-binary. Right. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it all out. <laughs> but so that's, I mean, I'm in the weeds on that, but I can say that the music's great and I love it. And yeah, it I does like remind it. me a lot of one of my favorite albums of 2016, uh, another female artist, uh, Beyonce, Lemonade. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of uh, kind of like the guitar in the back ear. 
Oh, if you would have told me this, I mean, the voice gives it away, but if you would have said this was a Beyonce song, I would have believed it. This sounds like a Lemonade single. Yeah. But um, there you go. King Princess. I'm learning a lot, Bob. But that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, don't pretend like you know everything. No, it's Just, not. There's a lot happening. Maybe that's what I pop agree. music helps us with, too, Bob. It, it, it keeps you, your, your hunger for your hunger for more, learning more about what's happening with the kids these days. Yep. No, oh. I agree. All right, Bob is Bob is taking the cord. I'm taking you behind the scenes here. He's plugging into his laptop, and he is going to play the next track. Yes, we're that we're going to listen laptop. to. And for the very specific reason of, this was probably the song I listened to the most this year, but not on Spotify because I don't like the album version of it. This was just a, a version, a live version on YouTube by Ezra Furman. And the name of the song is Suck the Blood from My Wound. Gross. Vampire Weekend, is it? No, that's a different uh, Ezra. I mean, how many Ezra's and also do I have to not, track here? Not, also not better than Ezra. Just a third <laughs> Ezra. Many. Third Ezra for you to keep track of. But, uh, for yeah, Ezra Furman, he's a singer-songwriter. He was like Ezra Furman in the Harpoons. Now he's got this uh, solo album. But uh, this was the song I listened to the most this year. I just love it. It sounds like a, it's like a Springsteen song. But about vampires, and by the way, <laughs> in this YouTube video, he's wearing a dress and lipstick. He kind of looks like your uh, co-worker, Greg Rosenthal, but with, with lipstick. lipstick. Yeah, I kind of like that. Greg with lipstick, that is that's a scary thought. <laughs> Here, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump it up in a second. Okay, do it. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll tweet out the YouTube video so people can see this. Because again, I don't like the, uh, the album version of this. It's just kind of like overproduced. It doesn't really sound great. I don't really like it. It it definitely has the um, the Springsteen party vibe. If you're a fan of the Boss, kind of like the ri- the River era, kind of live music. You know, let's have a good time together vibe. I like it. Yeah, me too. Good work, Bob. Thanks. I Dan. wasn't this this next song was kind of on the edge for me um, originally, but. I thought if you're going to put on your um, enduring man crush, I might as well throw on mine. Of course. I mean, I figured this was going to happen. Do you like how you're living your life the way you 
That is the voice of Pete Yorn and his collaborator, Scarlett Johansson, uh, off their EP, Apart, Iguana Bird. And I, uh, my thoughts on the uh, Yorn, who is my ret, Miller. I mean, it says a lot that you teed this up by talking about your man crush on Pete Yorn and not the fact that he's singing with Scarlett Johansson. No, it does say a lot. It says a lot about you. But the fact that Yorn uh, could kind of team up with like one of the number one actresses of her era, and it's kind of flown under the radar, and there's no hits coming off the albums. Right. But they're, I really do have to say, they're making some good music. They are. So it's, I don't know if it's an indictment of uh, indie rock or, or its place or alternative rock, its place in kind of the pop culture landscape, but I really did enjoy this EP, and I, and I liked their first one too, uh, but I probably like this one better, I got to say, and this is a good song. Oh, I it's a better EP. I think, yeah, I think it's a better EP. Uh, I like the first, not single, lead track off it. Can you call it a single when nobody cares about it? I don't know. Was it even released as a single? I don't, I don't know what was, the rollout was of this. Right. There was a video for it. It's like you have one of the Avengers like on your album. Sell some fucking albums. You have an Avenger. Is it even being promoted? I don't even know. Don't like know. It just existed in this vacuum, and it is, it is what his, it is, but his it was anti, good music. His anti-star power just completely just, it was like a black hole for her stardom. It just sucked her in, and then nobody heard about this album. It's impressive. And, and the... And the amazing thing is, Bob, is that when we were young, couple college years, age, couple years ago, he was being, Yorn was being presented as kind of like the next Springsteen, and now he's basically a, a super under the radar, kind of a traveling salesman. Well, when I, when I was at the old ninety sevens concert, and uh, as we were leaving, I just I waved and I said, "See you guys at the Pete Yorn show." To uh, the crowd, because it was the same group of white people that are definitely going to be there. <laughs> the same whites. In a few months. All right, Bob, what's your, uh, what's your last choice <clears throat> from as we close out, as we put a bow, Bob, on 2018, and, and you look ahead to 2038 when uh, the songs that you loved 20 years earlier. Yeah. I mean, there were a handful. What do you of, got? You know what? When I made this little playlist there were a handful of songs that missed the cut for this episode like um you know part of me wanted to put on the tom petty uh unreleased track keep a little soul i did like that a lot um i really liked uh the kurt vile album i want to maybe put uh bass Ackwards on there no i mean either you either play it or you don't bob i mean you can, this is no cheating. there were there were some songs i i i didn't put on uh I didn't put on a lot of songs that could have been on there. I put on the song that had to be on there. Fucking Dave, man. Somewhere, Jason Zumwalt is drunk. <laughs>
Just because I don't know if, Is there even a chorus in the song? Oh yes there is There's just a lot of I feel like this part of the song Just goes on for the whole song Which is not a bad thing Not a bad thing No it's coming Can I just say And let me know where the chorus comes Bob Is this the chorus? No it's almost here Okay, okay. I really like this song It's so good I, There's something about this Song Samurai Cop Parenthetical <laughs> Oh Joy Begin this, Here it is There it is I mean, come on. How dare Dave Matthews put out a fucking great song in 2018? <laughs> Wait, is this, do we have to add this to the list? <laughs> Shit. The Spotify playlist or the list of Dave Matthews songs that we fucking love? The Dave songs we love. It's on, it's on the list for sure. Who saw that coming? I mean, the Spotify list, that's that's a bit of a landmine too. But we got to figure that out. But Bob, we got, what do we have? We have Oh, well, obviously we have that. It's We have a drink too much. Too much, my brother. We have a don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. Blood in the water. And uh, crazy. Crazy. In my butthole. Yeah. We have do yeah. Crash into my butthole. I think you said that one already. I think oh, you might I? have said that one. Is it shut all light? Oh, shut all light in my one. butthole. There's that one in the butthole. That's a great one. There's a every day. Every day of my butthole. Yep. That's a great one. That's a lot of good songs. That's a lot of good Ooh, songs. Do we, have, do we have crazy in my butthole? Did you say that? Nope. One? I don't think we said that. We didn't say she wake up in my butthole. Wait, what is this cascading guitar solo from heaven? (laughs) (laughs) Is this Richie Sambora? (laughs) So to that list, we have Samurai Cop. This is the guitar coming back. First time I heard this song, I think I just yelled, fuck you. <laughs> I know, you get you mad. Oh, don't worry about um, Grave Digger. Oh, my What's the song that we put on uh, the Spotify playlist? That was Dance Marching. I did that already. No, the other. the other. Uh, oh, the other one from that Some album? Some Devil album uh, oh, release. What was that? Oh, Some Devil. We love Dave. Uh-huh. We're Dave fans. Dave Matthews Podcast. Sponsored by you guys. Thank you to the Patreonis. Um, all right. My final choice, Bob, is uh, not my favorite band. A real man would just play Samurai again. <laughs> I know. It is the best song. Uh, but got a, I got a soft spot, Bob, uh, just as you do, mm-hmm. for that man, Thomas Earl Petty. And... Uh, our good friend, my junior prom date, Bob, Sarah. Mm-hmm. She reached out to me about three or four weeks ago. She said, you have to hear this cover of Walls. Yes. Uh, by the Lumineers. Lumineers. Like, yeah. All right, the Lumineers, I like some of their songs, but they're, you know. I've been very meh on the yeah, Lumineers. Yeah, I mean, they're kind yeah. of like a post-Mumford and Sons 
outfit. And did we need a post Mumford and Sons outfit? Probably and there were not. many. Right. Uh, so you know you you're kind of guarded, uh, but <clears throat> you know they they make fun like gentle acoustic rock. And if you're gonna take on a petty song, Walls is a great choice. And I have to say, they did a nice job. So my final choice is Walls by the Lumineers. sparse treatment me too because it's it's just such a great song that you could kind of strip it down and deconstruct it and it's just still it's a perfect song yeah we talked about this on the um tom petty episode but like walls is a very like it's a very like special song in our house like we play tom petty's walls right. all the time like nicholas at three years old knows every word to walls. So <laughs> when I, when I heard this, I started playing it and we all love it. Like it just kind of, it's a great pared down version of the song. Yeah. So the idea, yeah. I mean, it's a great test of a song is if you could just like, and it is like the version, even Petty put out two versions of the song on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. What was the Ed Burns movie? She's the one. She's the one. Um, and there was the circus version, which was the single. Yep. That was the one that most people know. But there was a more kind of like, like shambling version. Jauntier. Jauntier version uh, that also appears on that album. And this is like if you strip all that away. Yeah. I mean, you know what would have been great? If Tom Petty was still around and he took this on tour and did a stripped down version. Did like what, we don't get that. what Noel Gallagher did with Ryan Adams' Wonderwall. Where he's like, oh, I like the way you did my song. Now I'm going to do it that way. Exactly. Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, So there you go. Uh, That is my choice. Good. There you go. All right, Bob. That was good. I think in 2038, we're going to have a good time doing this playlist. Pathetically in a rented garage. I mean, I hope we own a garage, one of us by then, but our joint garage that we pay for together. It's like <laughs> it's like the uh the 1970 song. I'd love it if we made it, Bob. <laughs> but there's no guarantees. There's a lot of stuff up in the air right now. Yeah. That's where we're at. Uh let's choose, Bob. Let's choose what song we want to add to our Spotify playlist. How about you pick one of mine, I pick one of yours, and then we go head to head. Okay. Um, 
So many choices. I like six. <laughs> Which one did you think got a bigger, biggest uh, reaction out of me? Out of you? Yeah. Uh, besides Dave Matthews or including Dave Matthews? Because there's no, there's no competing with that. <laughs> Dave did do it. No. Besides Dave. I just, you know. Besides Dave. Uh, that's a great. No, you tell me. What, what, what did you enjoy? I like the Rhett Miller song. I enjoyed that song, but I, I would have to say Samurai was the song that I did like. <laughs> I know, the most. it's right in your wheelhouse. It's everything I like. I just like it. Uh, I like the Janelle Monet song, and I like the 1975. So I want you to pick from one of those three. And I'd rather you pick one of your two because I think that that <laughs> encapsulates 2000. I think you did a good job of encapsulating 2018. All right. If we have to encapsulate 2018. <clears throat> All right, let's let's go. Nineteen seventy-five. I think it's the right pick. There we go. That, yeah. I mean, that's twenty eighteen. It's twenty eighteen. I, I love it, Bob. That this podcast went another year, <laughs> but there's no guarantee. Who knows? This garage, this rented garage, might not exist. Also, the the, the ice caps might melt, and it's over. Yes, exactly. All right, so there you go. That's our uh, look back at twenty eighteen. Um, next time you hear from us, I mean, if you hear from us. Who knows? It'll be another year. And we'll be back to the same bullshit we always do. But this was a little bit of a different, a little curveball. If you liked it, awesome. If you didn't like it. Hey, if you liked it, uh, tell us on Twitter at ThrowbackPod. Be like, hey, I like that you guys did something a little different. And if you didn't like it, oh, like, guys, it's like, hey, you know, cut the bullshit. Talk about the fucking 90s, bro. Yeah. Let's live in the past again. We like it better when you guys aren't forward thinking and just going back and forth. Like we're hitting out at an audience that we don't even know people are. Isn't that what we normally do? We normally do that. That's true. Uh, Yes, at ThrowbackPod on Twitter, at ThrowbackPod on Instagram, TheThrowbackPod at Gmail. If you have stuff that you've been dealing with that's been sitting on your chest like a fucking anvil, I I think keep it in. And you unload that onto Bob. I think it's healthier to just keep it it in. Don't tell me that. And uh, patreon.com slash throwbackpod if you want to help us yeah, out. Thank you to our Patreones. You guys are the best. And best yeah, the best part you, of 2018. Patronies and anybody who listens to the show. It's been a great 2018. And we hope to do the same show in 2019. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Exactly. See, it's the indecision. <laughs> 1975 nailed it. They got it. That's right. All right. That's it, Bob. Do you have anything else we need to say? Happy New Year and go fuck fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Well, that wasn't good. Bye, Bob. That wasn't good either. No. Bye, everybody. Ew. Okay. That's it.